Welcome to the Robcast. If you dig this, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash robshow. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash robshowtv. And keep up to date with all things Rob Show on social, The Rob Show, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now for your listening pleasure, today's Robcast. Joining me on the phone, comedian and actor Justin Hires. He is actually from the area, St. Petersburg, man, the Berg. Hey, Justin, how's it going, man? Man, it's going great. Thanks for having me. No problem. I appreciate you taking the time. So you're from St. Petersburg, but where do you live now? Currently right now, I still live in St. Petersburg a little bit. My my family lives there, and then I'm living in Atlanta because that's where we filmed MacGyver, and I still have my place in Los Angeles. So I'm in three different cities all throughout the year. Now, as a comedian, the move has always been, uh, up until recently, I think, to move to New York or L.A. if you want to get in the movies or TV. But now Atlanta has become a spot where they do a lot of filming. So that's a third option now for comedians to go. Did you go to Georgia first or did you go all the way out to California? Ironically, I did go to Georgia first. I went to college down in Atlanta called Clark Atlanta University, and I booked my first two feature films while in Atlanta. So it was a movie called The Gospel, and another one was called Stomp the Yard. And I booked those while I was in college. So when I moved to L.A., I already had two feature film credits under my belt. Did you move out there with an agent already, or you went out there to shop and find one? Man, I went out there broke, no agent, didn't know nobody. You know, I just had those two movie credits under my belt. And I went out there, I started doing YouTube videos, and I started uh, doing stand-up. And eventually that led to me getting a manager and agent. Wow. All right. So take me back. First of all, Justin Hires, you've seen him on MacGyver, CBS. You guys just renewed for the fourth season? Yeah, we just got renewed for a fourth season. Uh, we'll be back uh, in the spring of uh, 2020. Now that's CBS. So that's a, like, like that's a network, man. That's a big deal. Yeah, man. <laughs> and that's not your first network gig, though, because you were on Rush Hour, right? That's right. I was a star. They did a TV series, uh, Rush Hour, that a few people don't know about. It got canceled during the commercial break. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I went to the bathroom to use it, and uh, when I came back, my show was gone. That's the problem with entertainment, man. One day you got mailbox money coming in. You're like, oh, this is great. I'm on the fourth season. We just signed up for the fourth season of MacGyver. You're 66 episodes deep already. So you yeah. get a fourth season all the way complete. That becomes syndication. Now, all of a sudden, that's constant flow of income coming in no matter what. But it works out sometimes. Sometimes you can be TV shows that get canceled right before that syndication money comes through. Or you can be rush hour and get canceled during the commercial break. Yeah, man. <laughs> exactly, man. So I'm hoping MacGyver gets the syndication. Why didn't Rush Hour work, man? I thought the movies are great, the premise is great, and it was on a great network. I personally think, you know, the pilot episode, the first episode, it was a it was a little too close to the movie. And I think when people tuned in, they felt like they were watching a bad version of the movie. Now, episode two to thirteen, we did thirteen episodes. Episode two to thirteen were all original concepts and storylines, and people loved those. But I think the first episode, which is very important, kind of turned off some uh, lovers of the original Rush Hour series. And then I think that kind of hurt our ratings. Yeah, a that's a bad uh, one to have go bad. Yeah. If you're like in the fourth or fifth episode and it's not as good as the first four, that's okay. But the first one, did they bring, like when they know ratings are not doing well, do they go and try and get Jackie Chan or Chris Tucker to come back and make a cameo appearance on the program? Yeah, I think they tried before it started. <laughs> they, like, <laughs> they knew they were in trouble from the yeah. get-go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jackie, Jackie was like, no, no, not today. No, I don't think so. Oh, so, man. Yeah, Jack- 
Yeah, Jackie, Jackie and, and Chris, they tried to reach out to them, uh, and they both uh, uh, kindly declined, and they made the right decision. Now, is that so, a lot of pressure for you? Because is that your first role that you had, a recurring role, a starring role on a network television series? Yeah, it, it was my first starring role on a network show, but I tell people it wasn't pressure for me because I had been doing stand-up comedy for seven and a half, eight years before I booked that. So I felt... Uh, prepared enough. You know, I always tell people I don't believe in luck. It's when preparation meets opportunity. And I felt like I was prepared. I went to a performing arts high school in St. Petersburg. It's called Gibbs High School. Yeah. So I went to a performing arts high school. You know, I, I, I trained, I studied acting and stand-up comedy. So when Rush Hour came along, um, for me, it was an easy booking. You know, it was an easy audition for me to do. Uh, and I didn't feel any pressure. No, man. I wish it would have been successful. Uh, I wish it would have still been on the air, you know, because it was a cool show to do. But, nah, I didn't really feel any pressure. I was like, I'm prepared for this moment. Justin Hires joining us on the program. You've seen him in 13 episodes of Rush Hour. <laughs> uh, it would have been funny if they casted you as the Jackie Chan part and just reversed the roles. Like it would Well, been- they, they almost did because I'm short. I was shorter than the Asian guy. So the Asian guy was taller than me. I've never seen a tall Asian guy. That's surprising. Yeah, me either. Justin Hires joining us on the program. Justin, so you're from St. Petersburg. You move out to L.A. So you started doing stand-up before you moved to L.A. or you moved to L.A. with all the acting background and you start doing stand-up out there? Good question. So technically, the first time I ever got on stage, I was still in college. I was 18 years old. I went to the Punchline Comedy Club in Atlanta. I went on stage. My first joke killed. And then every joke after that bombed. I bombed my behind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and, and it was kind of like a mind freak because, you know, I went on stage and the first joke killed. And I was like, oh, this is easy. And then all the other jokes bombed. And I was like, what am I doing up here? Luckily, there was a comedian in the back of the audience. He said, yo, I can tell you're funny. You just got to get back on stage and continue to do it. So I got back on stage a few times, but I was in school. I was, you know, trying to finish, you know, uh, graduating and all of that stuff. So when I moved to L.A., that's when I really, really started pursuing stand-up. And that's when I realized you have to get up five, six times a week. You know, and you really have to just keep getting up, keep getting up, and put in those 10,000 hours. So, yeah, I got to L.A., started doing the stand-up. I started doing YouTube. That's when YouTube first started really populating um, with content. And I started doing sketches on YouTube. My YouTube videos would go viral. A lot of blog sites would pick them up. And so that's kind of how I started building a buzz for myself in the L.A. community. Do you remember the first video that went viral? I do. Ironically... I did, uh, it's when the Chris Brown and Rihanna incident happened, unfortunately. And because I'm a, a, a comedian and, you know, we don't have a, a soul, uh, I was like, nope. how can I, I was like, yeah, I was like, how can I uh, make this funny, but in a tasteful way? So what I did was, I, I, I did the fight sequence between Chris Brown and Rihanna, but I did it in a Street Fighter video game setting. Oh, that's so good. I played, yeah, so I played uh, Chris Brown, my homegirl played Rihanna. And there's like the power bar. If you ever play Street Fighter or yep. Mortal Kombat, you know, there's a power bar above you. Uh, and so, like, Chris, like Rihanna had a song called Umbrella out at the time. So she was shooting umbrellas out of her hands, you know, <laughs> and, and hitting me, you know, kind of like they do on Street Fighter. And in my version, Rihanna beats 
Chris Brown behind. Hey, there so, you go. You know, yeah, yeah, so Rihanna was the victor in my video, and that was the first video that went viral. Yeah, man, that really actually changes it. That's a smart idea because now you go from the villain that was making fun of it to the person that's now orchestrating Rihanna coming out as the victor. Like, exactly. so it's not, now you're no longer the bad guy, even though you're not. I mean, Chris Brown's the bad guy, but so right. wait, so you go to bed, you film that, you put it out on YouTube, right? How long does it take from the time that you put it out on YouTube till the time it got picked up by somebody? And you're like, yo, that went from 500 views to 500,000 views. Um, it went viral like that day. Wow. Right? It because, yeah, be, it because see the thing about it, you know, with YouTube, especially, especially back then, you know, it's so much more crowded now when it comes to content. But back then, you know, that's like 2009, you know, it was just about timing, you know, and it was like, who can get the, the best video up uploaded on YouTube before everybody, you know? So the incident had just happened. I heard about it. Literally the next day I filmed the sketch, edited it all within 24 hours, mind you. I, I literally was up for 24 hours, shot it, and my friend, my friend and I, we edited it together. We uploaded it up on YouTube. I showed it to a couple of my friends first. I said, yo, you think I should upload this? And it was like, ah, I mean, it's not as funny as your other sketches, but you never know. And so I was like, all right, forget it. I'm going to just post it online. I posted it, and just like that, within a day, you know, I probably hit, I don't know, 500,000, 600,000, then a billion. And I knew it went viral, though, when my management hit me up and said, yo, this is you in this video, right? And it was like, this video is circulating at the office today. Like, everybody's talking about your video. So that's kind of how I knew it was really hitting, like, all the um, kind of, like, big people in Hollywood. Um, because I had industry people contacting me saying they were looking at this Chris Brown Rihanna video that day at, at the office. And now all of a sudden, now you get some attention. So you've already got their attention because you're funny. You've got now the body of work to start going and getting booked places. When does yeah. when does the career really take off? When does it make that turn from, all right, I've got one viral video with 500,000, but that can happen. There's a lot of guys yeah. that can get that one video that gets a ton of hits, and then you never see them again. Because like you said, overpopulated with content. What becomes the moment where it changes for you where you go oh all right this is full time it all cylinders are rolling and you're going all right i'm gonna I'm be honest with you i still don't feel like that moment has happened <laughs> like i still even though i'm working like i don't know i'll say this i was able to stop working a, a part-time job or a side job six years ago so to so in that aspect that's when it happened i booked the show uh, i was booking some mtv shows and that was because of the youtube stuff so I booked a couple of couple of MTV uh, prank shows. So I was running around pranking people. So MTV had a few shows. Is that Jerks with well, Cameras? Jer- exactly. Jerks with <laughs> Cameras. Exactly. Jerks with Cameras was one. And then we had another one called Disaster Date. So anybody that didn't see those, imagine uh, punk, but uh, unsuccessful. So I was on <laughs> the, <laughs> the unsuccessful version of these, of these hidden camera shows that they had on MTV. Uh, and so when I started doing those shows, and especially Jerks with Cameras, that's when I was able to officially, like, stop working, like, a, a, another job. And I've been able to make a full-time living off of uh, acting and stand-up comedy uh, since then, which is a blessing. Joining me on the phone, Justin Hires. You've seen him in MacGyver on CBS. They just renewed for the fourth season. You were in 21 Jump Street as well, right? Yeah, anyway, I was a gay black kid that got punched by Channing Tatum. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, yeah, that's funny, yeah. man. That yeah. is great. Yeah. That was a classic. It's a classic scene. It really is. I'm gay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie, man. And were you in the second one, 22 Jump Street, or just the first one? Yeah, no, I didn't get that call for the second one. Uh, but I was in the first one. I wish I was in that second one. 
But those, those guys was great. And, and it's so funny because even I was surprised at how well the movie came out. And fortunately, man, it, it really did well. And people really uh, responded to the movie. And that's a movie that people still talk about to this day. I'm, so I'm very thankful to be a part of that. Justin Hires joining me on the phone. Let's talk a little bit about the stand-up. So how long, I know that you've, you said seven years you've been doing stand-up consistently with a little break in between college. That was before I booked Rush Hour. So now I've been doing stand-up close to 12 years. So kind of like a young bet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like I'm not like uh, like a Michael Blackson or some of these uh, older older comedians that people may know, but, um, but I'm right there. I'm seasoned, you know? And that's why when people come out to my show, they get a real show. Um, I've been doing it for 12 years. Um, they're going to get big laughs. I don't do chuckle laughs at my shows. You know, I, I really made sure that, that I get big belly laughs, uh, and that's what I'm going after to really give the feel. I want the audience to feel like they spent their money and they got their money's worth when they leave my show. Is there any greater rush for you, because you're in movies, you're in TV, than stepping on that stage in front of people in a live capacity? Like, you're right in front of them. Is there anything that meets that rush? Nope, man, nothing beats stand-up. If you're a comedian... Nothing beats stand-up. Nothing beats that immediate reaction. Nothing beats that laughter. When you're killing, there's nothing better. That adrenaline that you get, knowing that you bring joy to people's lives. You know, people, you know, the, the world is tough. <laughs> you know, the world is tough. But to give people 45 minutes to an hour to be able to get away and not think about all of that stuff and just enjoy being around in a room filled with laughter and comedy, man, there's nothing greater than that. Uh, so yeah, nah, there, there's no movie I've done better than that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no TV show I've done better than that. Um, and it's the last form I feel like a old, like free speech and just like freedom, you know? So nah, I love it. Now you're from St. Petersburg. Are you like, have you gone back? How old are you? Do you say? Cause I know some guys don't, it's cool. If you don't, I won't, I won't press it. No, I'll tell you I'm, I'm 33. I'm All right. 33 so I'm, I'm 32 and it's getting to the point where I'm going to have to go back to a high school reunion soon. Uh, have, right. you, have you had to go back or are you going to go back? And if so, are you the most famous person from your graduating class? I, I would think you have to be if you're on CBS. Yeah. Yeah. I think I am. <laughs> That's um, cool. Uh, but, but there is another guy. We've had some other people. There is another guy. Uh, we actually had a singing group back in the day. His name is Ephraim Sykes. Uh, we graduated the same year, and he's on Broadway right now. So he's on Broadway. Uh, he's in the uh, Temptations. He's in the Temptations uh, play is on Broadway right now. It's a musical. Uh, so he's doing really well for himself also. And there's a few other, I think, but from my school, I would say that we're probably like the most known. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty much the most famous. And then I go back to my college homecoming. Uh, once a year. Yeah, and there yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah. Are I, you a I, single I, dude, or you wed, or got a girlfriend, or what's your deal? I'm married. I'm oh, married oh, now. Right. I, I I want everybody to know though that's listening to this. If you're a single woman, you can still come to my show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want you to think you can't come to my show. Okay. Me, uh, not uh being available to you does not mean you can't get these laughs. So y'all still come out, bring your little homegirls. You know, bring your boo, your bangs, and, you know, come on out. Yeah, plus, the look, the Laughing Comedy Cafe, they got some good-looking busboys. I've been there quite a bit. So if you that's can't right. take Justin home, you can come and get all warmed up by him and then take the busboy home for an evening that's of fun. That's right. Um, <laughs> is it cool going back and being, like, I was in uh, 21 Jump Street, man. I'm on CBS. 
Well, I, I, I would never say that. You know, I, I think people think it's cool that I have accomplished these things. Yeah. You know, and people are, are, like, proud of me. That's you know, a move that to I'm say. A, but you need yeah. to get a best friend like me that'll go and say it for you. Be like, yo, you know he's on CBS, everybody? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I need to hire you to just yeah, be my hype man. You I know? work cheap, <laughs> man. Hey, man, I need somebody to just go around telling people uh, my credit. Yeah. Just go around and just tell people my credit, so I love that. Joining me on the phone, Justin Hires. You've seen him in MacGyver. You've seen him in Rush Hour, 21 Jump Street. Uh, he was on a bunch of TV, single-camera TV shows or hitting-camera TV shows, Jerks with Camera and Disaster Date. Justin, who was the guy that you watched that made you want to perform? Not just stand-up, but acting as well. You saw something at some point, and you went, I want to do what that guy does. Who was it, and what was it that you were watching? Man, I'm going to be, oh, uh, man, that's a great question. It, it's a culmination of three people. I mean, I remember the first time I saw Eddie Murphy Raw. I was a kid, and I was about to get ready to go to school. I was getting dressed, and for whatever reason, the TV was on HBO, and I seen Eddie Murphy telling these crazy jokes um, that I thought was the funniest stuff I had ever heard in my life. So, Eddie Murphy Raw, there was a TV series by the name of Martin, with Martin Lawrence. Yes. Um, which is, you know, iconic. You know, at least, at least to me, and <laughs> that I love, and I thought, wow, the physical acting in this is incredible, and I think that's why it still holds up to the day. A show like Martin and a show like I Love Lucy, I feel like those shows still hold up to this very day because physical comedy, if done correctly, is uh, it just it, it it stands the test of time. Yeah, um, I think you see that with shows like Seinfeld and now shows like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Exactly. Uh, also, The Office. These shows that, look, Parks and Recreation has been off for four years, but I still watch it on Netflix because it stands And it's only been four years, but in 20 years from now, that comedy will still work. Cheers. Same thing. Yep, exactly. The final one was, and this was probably the one that really, really did it, is when I saw the movie Friday and I saw Chris Tucker in the movie Friday. Uh, I had never seen anybody. I, I thought he was the funniest person I'd ever seen in my life. Um, and I was going around mimicking Chris Tucker for a month at school, just pretending to be him. Like, come on, man, wait a minute, man. You know, and I was just doing that all day. You know, I know people would get tired. I'm like, come on, man. Um, and so it's it's just ironic that years later I ended up doing Rush Hour. And filling that role. And filling that role, yep. Yeah, that was crazy. Let me ask you, have you ever gotten to meet Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, or Chris Tucker? Yeah, man, crazy enough, I've met Martin a couple times. He's, he has told me he's a fan of me. That's um, so cool, man. You meet your idol, and he's a fan of you. That's crazy. It blows, Good for it blows you, man. My mind. Yeah, it blows my mind. I've never, I've seen Eddie Murphy. I haven't spoken to him. Anytime I see him, he has a glow around him. He always got a glow in a beautiful white woman next to him. So, <laughs> yeah, so, he keeps impregnating him, man. He keeps having kids. He's like on 12. I, 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 yeah, he really does, man. Uh, so so I've never said anything to Eddie Murphy. Uh, but, yeah, Martin Lawrence, um, Kevin Hart. I've worked with Kevin Hart. So, you know, I've done some stand-up gigs with Kevin Hart. Um, everybody, man. Chappelle I've met. Chris Rock I had dinner with. I talk about my dinner with Chris Rock at my stand-up show. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's a dope story. I kind of end my show with this dope story about uh, my wife and I having dinner with Chris Rock, uh, and that's kind of what my my show is about, man. It's a it's a it's about my journey in Hollywood and self deprecation. It's about me knowing my status in Hollywood, being a U list celebrity, you know, and just trying to 
just try to make it, you know, um, uh, to the next level. Now, you're not um, a U-list celebrity, man. You're a CBS-list celebrity. You are right. on primetime TV, man. <laughs> God, you need to start building yourself up. I'm really, I'm going to quit radio and move out to L.A., live in your guest house and just ride around. And I mean, look, you got palatial estates. You got California and you're living in St. Petersburg, bi-coastal. That's what they call that. Yeah, uh, let yeah me ask, you're right. Let me ask you about your wife quickly. Uh, is that a girl that you met from St. Pete and you took out with you or is this a girl that you met out in California? I've known her since St. Pete. We went to high school together. Oh, so that's I've known so cool. Her yeah, I've, I've known her for a long time. Is there yeah, a moment man. where you're like on the way to dinner with Chris Rock and you turn to her and you just hold her hand and go, babe, we made it? Because like she's been with you for the ride, man. That's literally what the story is about. Is about my wife's reaction about us going to see Chris Rock. And I don't even want to get a bit away, but that's literally okay. what the whole story is about. That's it's so about cool. How how my wife reacted to the situation. Your mom and dad still around? Do they get to see your success? They are, man. That's that's a blessing, man. That they're still alive, they're still healthy. Um, you know, my mom watching me on MacGyver, mom and dad every Friday night. You know, my parents still married. I mean, which is rare. Um, so yeah, I've I've, I've had like uh, I've been very fortunate in the parents department. They have supportive parents, you know, wise parents, uh, and they're funny, too. I mean, that's where I get it from. My parents are funny. My parents are funny. My brother is funny. I always tell uh, people my family is like the unsuccessful Wayne family. (laughs) 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 Yeah, because everybody in the Wayne's family, man, they all got TV shows at one point. Exactly. Justin Hires on the phone. Uh, He's been in MacGyver. You've seen him in Rush Hour, 21 Jump Street. Who have you seen when you were out in L.A. doing comedy and and working in California? Who was the coolest person that's dropped in and just did a guest set that you weren't expecting to see? Oh, well, Chappelle. Yeah. I mean, anytime you're at a comedy club and Chappelle dropped in, and do an hour or two hours or four hours. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know, not a guest spot anymore. That's a headline yeah, it's not a spot. Now he, just, now he just took over the show. It's yeah. inconsiderate. <laughs> yeah, through through all the other comics that was on the list that night. No, but it, it, it is. When you watch his specials, man, it's hard because I watched the new specials that came out, the two that came out on Netflix, and then I made the mistake. I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan, and I'll say I, I love Joe Rogan's podcast. I think it's fantastic. But right. I, I watched both the Chappelle's stand-up specials, and then I went and watched Rogan's, and I made the mistake because Rogan's a fine comic. I don't do him any service by watching the greatest person doing right. it right now. Watching right. him, it's like watching a guy <laughs> surf, man. He's like walking on water when he does stand-up. It's so cool to watch. And then I watched Joe Rogan and I turned it off in two minutes. I went, ah, sorry, Joe Rogan. But it is, it's yeah. cool. So you get to, you're doing a set, you're at a room, and all of a sudden, Chappelle, somebody, whispers start going around that Chappelle's here. Yeah, that's exactly how it works, man. I mean, and, and the first the first time I went to a comedy club in L.A., um, the first comedy club I went in, it was the comedy store on Sunset. I walk in and Chris Rock is on stage performing. Oh, man. You know? Wow. Yeah, so crazy, so crazy stuff like that. I've been around when, like, Bill Burr pop in. You know, um, but yeah, but definitely Chappelle, anytime Chappelle drops in, like you said, to me, I think pound for pound, he's the greatest comedian, um, you know, performing right now. And Chappelle will even say the only person he feels is funnier than him right now is Eddie Murphy. He said he still feels like, you know, anytime they're in a conversation or, or talking, Eddie Murphy is still the funniest person in the room. And Chris Rocket said the same thing. And for Chappelle to say that, yeah. that's how you know, you know, that is something that extra special about Eddie Murphy. What is something that is high up on your list, the crowning moment for your career? If you can achieve this, you'll be happy. Man, um, just production company, movie studios, you know, <laughs> movie studios with distribution. Uh, it's, it's pretty out there, man. I mean, yeah, I, I really want to be able to, 
they have a platform to put out great content, um, show different stories from, from different ethnicities and different backgrounds, uh, and just yeah, provide opportunities for, for people that have that dream of entertainment and, and, and want to do that. So, yeah, be able to, to produce and direct and, um, and really bring on board uh, uh, new talent to tell great stories. I mean, that's something that I really love to do. Anything you want to plug quickly before I let you go? Uh, my social media, if you're on Instagram, Facebook, any of that is at Justin Hires, like tires, but with H, H-I-R-E-S. So Justin Hires, my YouTube is Justin Hires TV. And I'm a guy every Fridays, 8 o'clock on CBS, and I'll be at Lafayette Comedy Cafe. This weekend. All right, man. I'll see you. I'm coming out to the Late Show to do a guest spot, so I will see you Friday night. I appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks for taking the time, man. Thanks, man, thank you. Oh, and, and seriously, if you do want to come through and get up, come through and I'll put you up. Seriously? Oh, absolutely. Cool. Hell yeah. I'll, I wanna, yeah I wanna, absolutely. You come through, I'm putting you up. Very cool. Absolutely. I'll let Brian know that I'll be by because he's uh, the guy that runs the place is a good friend, so I'll let him know that I'll be there late night Friday. Hey, my man. I'll see you then. All right, man. Have a good night. Safe travels. All right. Do the same. Later. Thanks, man. There he is, Justin Hires from CBS's MacGyver. Very cool guy. Ended up talking for 35 minutes. I don't know how much of this you're going to listen to. Probably none of it. But, tell you this much, I'm fully aroused right now. My pants are tight. Thank you, Justin. Thanks for checking out the Robcast. If you dug this, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash robshow. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash robshowtv. And fellas, feel free to send those D-pics on social. The Rob Show, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.